Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. And here we are again. We're going to uh, have a great show today. We've got a very special guest in studio with us. But actually, Denise, I think I say that about everybody, don't I? They're all pretty special, too. You know, and we've been so blessed by having a long string of just very excellent guests. And today, for sure. So uh, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And this is Second Half Now. And we call it a radio show for boomers and beyonders. This is where we discuss the things that matter to us in this 50-plus generation. So, uh, Denise, good to see you again. This is uh, like about uh, our almost, we're pushing 70 shows here pretty soon. So, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thank you. And I bet you have a good word for us I for do. today. I do have a good word. In fact, I'm feeling um, the weight of this word. The word is strength. And it's a weighty word, not only because somebody with a lot of strength probably has a lot of weight, but I'm thinking about it in terms of um, our guest today and the work that he does helping people find and fulfill their calling and utilizing their gifts and their strengths. But I'm also thinking about, um, about how it is that God brings our strengths out of us, how he works with us. And so the reason why that's weighty for me is I'm thinking about Moses and how right from the beginning people saw him as very different, very, his, he was a beautiful child and, and uh, he had all kinds of, of strengths and then he was raised in a very powerful place. But in the end, he used those strengths and murdered a man. So it's, it's, we've got to be thinking about how we use our strengths and what that actually means to be followers of Christ. And our guest today is going to help us with that. And so we will uh, be looking to him to answer some questions as to how we find the balance between our God-given strengths, but also knowing that where we are weak, he is strong. Mm. That reminds me of a scripture passage that I'll probably save till late, a little bit later in the show when we get more into that subject. But it is so important for us to talk about this, Denise, and thank you for that word for today. Because when, uh, let's go back to the story of Moses. I mean, here, uh, you know, he was rescued. He was put in the bulrushes, and the princess picks him up and raises him in the palace. And then he goes and kills a guy, fast-forwarding on this story. But that wasn't the end of Moses, even though he he had to leave um, the kingdom there, the empire. Uh, But that was part of his journey. Ty used the word journey in a little bit of our pre-show conversation. We're going to introduce him in just a minute. So, um, And it's so important for us to know what our calling is, because Moses had no idea, uh, even up to that point, what his calling was and what uh, impact he would make for for God's people. I want to um, give the title of the show and uh, give the dialogue that brought this title. The title of the show is Alice in Wonderland and Baby Boomers. So here's the piece out of that book. Alice says, would you tell me, please, she's talking to the Cheshire cat. Can you picture him up in the tree? With Absolutely. That, with that Big old grin. smile. Yes. Would you tell me, please, which way I ought to go from here? And the cat says, that depends a good deal on where you want to get to. And Alice says, I don't much care where. Then the cat says, then it doesn't matter which way you go. And then Alice says, so long as I get somewhere, Alice added as an explanation. And then the cat says, oh, you're sure to do that if you only walk long enough. So the point there is that if we don't know our calling, if we don't know where God wants to take us, it doesn't matter what path we take. It doesn't matter what we do or what we have or where we go or who we know or how we handle life. But Alice in Wonderland and the Baby Boomers, we want to fulfill our vision for this show, which is to help thriving baby boomers find and fulfill their calling. And as a reminder to our listeners, we deal with five core topics And we're going to get right over to our guest here in just a moment. But let me remind you of the topics. Five of them. Number one is home and family. Number two is health and wellness. Number three is budget and finances. 
Number four is heart and soul. And number five is work and purpose. And today, I think uh, it could fall into a couple different categories, this topic and our guest for today. But I'm going to say that it falls into the area of work and purpose, because purpose and calling and all that sort of fits together. So again, the show for today is titled Alice in Wonderland and Baby Boomers. Our special guest in studio today is Ty Dye. And I'm not sure how to introduce you, Ty, except I have a few things on my list here, and we can explore that a little bit. Uh, your business name is Unlock Limits, right? And you are a speaker, business and life coach, successful business owner, workshop facilitator, and then I just put et cetera. So, <laughs> that sounds like a great Will title. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And Ty and I met through um, the Christian Chamber of Commerce and have kind of uh, intersected along the way for the last um, year or so. And so, Ty, I want to thank you for coming today. and Welcome to Second Half Now. Well, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really honored to be here. It's good because, you know, we've talked about, I mean, we could go on and on. We could talk for hours about this subject. And, and we have. And we have, <laughs> yes. That's right, we have. So, uh, gosh, let's get right into it. Uh, talk about uh, Alice in Wonderland and the Cheshire Cat. Let's find out, let's talk about what it means to actually find your calling and, uh, and work at fulfilling it. Uh, just as an intro, though, and we're going to talk about Ty's, uh, I guess we can call them credentials or his background or his experience. What qualifies him to not only speak about it, but to do training workshops and all kinds of communication on this subject. But um, I come at this subject um, from the heart of a pastor. So after having pastored a few church and lots of people, I see some people that kind of have a clear idea of where they're going, what their calling is. Those people tend to be robust and thriving and happy. They tend to be active and engaged and uh, just really, really working at what it is that they're called to do, and they seem to be very fulfilled. On the other hand, a lot of the people in my churches have not been, I'll just say, not so much. They either uh, don't have any idea or they just kind of live in life. They get up and do it a day at a time and get up the next day and do the same old, same old. And they get to be our age, 50 or 55 or 60 or 65 or whatever, and they kind of look around and they say, gosh, I don't know if that, what I was supposed to be doing. You know, is it too late? And I want to say, it's not too late. It's never too late. So that's the, the lens that I use uh, from, a, from the perspective of a pastor with people kind of looking at what life is all about and the meaning and purpose. So, Denise, you have, you're a doctor of psychology, a lot of training, a lot of education, a lot of experience with clients and all kinds of things. How do you come about this, this topic of finding and fulfilling your calling? Well, you know, it, it's interesting because in a sense— my own calling has been unfolding over the years in that exact arena. And where it really started was being a teacher of biology. I was a science teacher, and I taught seventh graders. And what I really found change within me was uh, a shift in my desire to teach them the wonders of photosynthesis, which mind you, is really quite wonderful. God's amazing in designing that system. But what really started grabbing hold of me is the desire to help young people stay on the right track. So even way back then, it really, and I say way back then, it's been a good 25, 30 years, it really was about helping people stay away from the things that would pull them off track. Yeah. And now, much more since becoming a Christian myself and, and understanding how God works with me and has been step by step, my focus has shifted to helping people stay on track in order to find God's calling for their life right now. Because my view is right. that he, it, he as, as we talk about this, we all can acknowledge that where we started is not where we are now. And so it's a step-by-step -step process, and that's where I find great hope. I have no idea where it's all going to end up, but I know he's never done with me. And that's, I think the word journey comes back because and maybe we're on a pathway. Maybe we're like Alice. We get to a fork in the road or we get to an intersection and we say, you know, God, what, which way shall I go? And uh, then it comes back to calling. And you said something that prompted, we're going to let Ty get a word in edgewise here in just a minute. This subject is so core to what we do that I've determined and have been here for a while 
that the calling of my life is to help other people find exactly and fulfill right. their calling. That's exactly why we do this right. radio show, you by know the way. It. That's why we like each other, I think, too, although you're just a nice guy anyway. Anyway, but oh, yeah. It's, an immediate, it's been an immediate uh, connection there, right. and it really does undergird the, show, undergird the show, which is why we love the guests that uh, we Yeah, have. we could talk about this subject for a long time. But speaking of nice guys... Uh, Ty, tell us about how the lens that you use coming to this subject of finding and fulfilling your calling and being kind of at that that fork in the road with Alice and the cat. Well, like Dr. Nini said, the reason I'm here is because you're a nice guy. But, <laughs> but what's interesting is we really all three come from completely different perspectives. Yeah. I come from the entrepreneur perspective. Right. I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've, yeah. I've built many different companies and different things. And everything I've done has been in the business world. My whole life, somebody's told me that I, I need to be, be a pastor. You, you love to speak in front of people. You should be a pastor. I never felt I was called to be a mm-hmm. pastor. Right. I love business. And so w- what happened with me was I uh, sold my, my last business three and a half years ago, and I was trying to decide what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. And I, I took a time of reflecting and really thought about w- what are the things that have led to the success I've had through my careers. And I realized it's my love for people and developing people. Mm-hmm. And I decided, why don't I just do that the rest of my life? Yeah, This, this is the most in, enjoyable thing. It doesn't matter what business right. I'm in. It's I love developing people. Yeah. And at the time, um, my mentor, John Maxwell, had started a coaching and speaking program. And so I immediately knew that that was a perfect fit for me. Right. I called up my wife and I said, John Maxwell has a coaching program. I'm going to become a professional coach. And she said, you are made for this. You needed to do that. Oh, wow. Isn't that Instant great? Instant affirmation. <laughs> so the next day I started my career. Uh, <laughs> all right. And the one who knows you best affirmed that. Yeah, excellent. So, And how long have you been doing that with Maxwell? Uh, three and a half years, full-time. Full okay. And I started full-time from day one. Okay. And John Maxwell is internationally known as, I would say, one of the preeminent um, leaders and speakers and coaches and motivators and facilitators. I mean, he's awesome. I remember listening to his tapes probably 30 years ago. Yeah, he was just named the number one leadership expert in the world by American Management Association Isn't and Inc. Right? Magazine. Yeah. So having you're having an association with him and his coaching program puts a big badge of affirmation and approval on you. And so I want to say to our to our listeners, uh, whatever you hear today, there's more. And uh, and, uh, you know, I can vouch for Ty because all the community uh, that we're involved with and the people that know him uh, speak well of him. And um, so I'll just put that out there. So let's uh, get into the subject. I appreciate that. You know, in fact, it's it's good to know when you're pursuing uh, finding and fulfilling your calling, it's good to know what it isn't. So when people were saying, oh, you ought to be a pastor, and you said you never felt called to do that or a calling, it's good to know what you're not called to do. So put that aside and and, and, and get to that fork in the road and say, that, no, not, not that one. Yeah, that's I, absolutely one of the keys is what not to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, I see in your, uh, your workshop manual here, um, very much in the front, is our theme verse for our show, which is Ephesians 2.10. We've got uh, verse 8 to 9 in Ephesians chapter 2, where Paul has this absolutely wonderful um, salvation by grace through faith declaration. And that was really the hallmark of the Reformation almost 500 years ago now, where Martin Luther read that and he said, no, wait a minute. So it's not by penance. It's not by works. It's not by justification of what I am or what I do, but it's by grace through faith. And then he closes that section, St. Paul does, with uh, verse 10 that says, For we are his workmanship, God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So that's a wonderful message. So why don't you jump into that one and unpack that one a little bit for us? I could spend the entire day on that I one. I, I love that one. And, and um, I actually ended up um, co-writing a, a program called Calling Clarity for that very reason. Calling Clarity. Okay. And really, um, when you get into the, this verse, what you begin to see is there is a purpose. There is a calling upon our life. And it was really clear that before you were even born, before you were created, knit together in your mother's womb, God had a plan. Right. God had a calling. Right. For works. In fact, he created me for that calling. Yeah, and and the yeah. key, key part is it's for works. Yeah, work to do, right. not, not not just to be pretty, but right. there's actually work designed yeah. in the calling, not just to be a nice guy. And it's really interesting when we begin to to look at the word calling, we actually understand that they come from the same Latin word as work. They actually mm-hmm. come from vox, vocation is the Latin word of call. So you were created for a vocation. You were created to work. 
I have to add in there too is my understanding of that too is is mixed into the definition of that word is voice. Absolutely, it is the voice of the Lord calling mm. you to work. The, the same root word is vox, which is vocal. Mm-hmm. It all comes yeah. from the same place. Yeah. It's very right. interesting. And let's uh, unwrap that uh, the word work a little bit. Sometimes you know we think of factory or the oil fields or the farm or whatever, but work in a generic sense kind of help us understand that. Well, that's one we could spend a good time on also. Um, what's really interesting when you begin to understand and study the word work, right? and you look at the Hebrew, we actually find that the Hebrew word for work is the exact same word used for worship, which is abadah. Right. Mm-hmm. Work and worship are meant to be the same thing. So that actually means the same work in the field, the same work in the mine is the same word as worshiping the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm. Wow. Wow. What happens right. if we approach work as worship? Yeah. I think we have mm. a little bit of an answer to that from Brother Lawrence, the monk. No, he wasn't a monk. We think he's a monk, but actually he wrote that whole book about p- the presence of God. Yeah. But he was a cook. Right. So all that time that the Lord just filled him with this deep knowledge of him was while he was cooking food for all the monks. Right. Practicing His Presence, I think, is the name of the book. or the name of the Short book. book. Yeah. Right. So right. I want to uh, ask another question about work and worship, and we're going to get an answer from you, Ty, right after the break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Life changes have happened and it's time to sell your house. That can be a difficult process when you've lived there for decades, especially under tragic circumstances like losing a spouse. 24-7 Properties takes the time to go over the details of your unique situation and understand your needs. We do what we can to maximize the value of your home. Learn online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, And we're back. We're here in studio talking with Ty Dye with Unlock Limits and several other hats. And we just want to give a big thank you to those who partner with us in this mission and in this ministry. You heard uh, three of our uh, favorite sponsors, and we have other favorite sponsors too that we didn't mm-hmm. hear uh, the radio ads for them. They are Safe Money Solu- your Safe Money Solutions, Dan the Mortgage Man with First Priority Financial, Dave Rutan with Waddell and Reed Financial Advisors, Dream Trips, Portland City Acupuncture, Next Phase Coaching, and Beaverton Family Chiropractic with Dr. Dan Miller. 
So we're going to get right back into the subject here. And Ty, uh, before we went to break, I was going to ask you another question about work and worship. And I think uh, what happens is we have these very narrow understandings of these words. So work is what we do, you know, Monday to Friday, you know, our normal, typical work person schedule. And worship is what we do in church for that hour or so on Sunday. And you were saying that we are deliberately taught to keep those separate or to have those narrow understandings. But what we want to do is say, what your work is, your worship, and vice versa, and we honor God and serve him by what we do. So get into that a little bit more for us. When, when we look at work and worship and how closely they're intertwined, Abadah is the Hebrew word. It's the exact same word. And yet in our world, we're actually taught that you're, you go to worship on Sunday and the rest of the week you do the rest of your work. Right. And, and you create this dichotomy, and the dichotomy really just breaks people down inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really the depth of that becomes when we look at the word calling. See, th- there's been, been something put in, into our culture where we believe you're called if you're called to be a pastor. You're right. called to be a pastor, Dan, and, and so you have a calling. Mm-hmm. But I'm one of the people in the pew, and I don't have that calling, or I got a lesser calling. Mm-hmm. And that's really something that's destructive when we, right. we create that false thing. Right. But when we really start to understand what calling is and recognize that God created us with a purpose, God created us with a plan for us to walk out in works, and those works were to be worship unto him, mm. then, then my call in the business world is every bit as sacred as your call to the pulpit. Absolutely. And so it isn't, is, is there a sacred call and a, a secular call? My call, is, it, it might be in the secular world, but it's a sacred call right. to serve people in the business world to point them to God. Right. Exactly. And, Thank you for bringing that up. And I want our listeners to be thinking about what it is that you do, what you call work. Do you go to an office or a factory or, you know, a, a, a retail outlet or something? What do you do that you call work? And start thinking about the broader definition that Ty is talking about, that work and worship really are. Because when you, go to, when you go to what you call work, that is your ongoing manifestation of God's presence in your life. And with that, uh, that um, opportunity to help other people have a peek into that life of yours and to point them to a living and loving God who has already paid the price for your eternal life. And that's when work becomes different. We have talked to Lee Sellers here in studio and other settings too and he's he's big on this he's uh, he can go on and on just like you can ty so let's um let's uh get a couple of more uh pieces in before we have to uh, switch over to part two so what do you think about do you want to talk about this uh, barna study absolutely yeah let's do that i I came across this study from the barna group and it said three quarters of the u.s adults say they're they're looking for a way to live a more meaningful life Hmm. people want to have a purpose right Not, not not just church people all people want to have a purpose. Right. Absolutely. And 75% of the people surveyed said they're looking for a more meaningful life. And that's 75% of of all people, random yeah. sample of people, not churchgoers specifically. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that really becomes, what is that driving force? What makes us think that there's supposed to be more? There's got to be more to life mm-hmm. than this. Right. Where does that question come from inside? That's a powerful question. Right. It sure is. Right. And as it goes on, it says only 20% of churchgoers believe they know what God wants them to do. One in five people in church today wow. believe they know what their 20%. calling is. There's a lot of work not getting done. There really is. Yeah. We got to energize those pastors. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- that's really been my driving force. Mm-hmm. Right. Is I got excited about helping people find their destiny in Christ. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I found out that there's, there's actually a place for it outside the church. Yeah. It's every place that there's people. Right. <laughs> because right. it says in Ephesians 2.10 that you were created for work. Right. Mm-hmm. And as, as we take it farther and study it more in Jeremiah 1.5, it says, before I knit you together in your mother's womb, I knew you. Yeah. So nothing that is in us is by accident. Right. Exactly. So I want to uh, quickly turn over to Ty. You have a uh, uh, an event, a workshop that you do, and we're just beginning, you and I, just beginning to talk about co-sponsoring or co-hosting that. And what's the name of it again? Calling Clarity. 
Okay, calling clarity. And so I would imagine with that title that you help people kind of understand the whole concept of calling. And by the time they're done with the workshop, would they have a better idea of what their calling is? It's actually a two-part workshop. Okay. So the first part is calling clarity, understanding that you are created and called to a specific person. Okay, good. The second part of the workshop is called Destiny by Design. God created you with a design. Right. And when you understand how you're created and God's fingerprint on you, that I did knit you together in your mother's womb bef- right. before you were born, there, there was a plan, there were things planted in you. When you can recognize God's fingerprint on your life, you can actually see the design of your destiny. Right. DNA. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. And so, um, and that's going to be part two. We're going to cover uh, more about that destiny by design and what, how, how it is that we can uncover that and have steps forward. I want to uh, let our audience know that um, we have some other great shows coming up, and I just can't help but smile because it, there's so many good ones. We're going to have Dennis Catmullen here with uh, American School of Success. If anybody in your family did not finish high school and now struggling because they can't get a job and can't get a student loan or any of that, uh, that's coming up, and, and we'll have him in the studio. Also, Larry Swayze from Skyview Horse Ranch, helping kids and youth find their way. And then also, I just set it up with uh, brain coach Brad. He has a new book out called The Unworried Brain, Achieve More, Stress Less, and Turn Worry into Action with Practical Brain Science. I like all That's going to be great. You know, he yeah. was here when he was writing the book, so we'll have a chance to see how he's doing after exactly, all of yeah. that. Yeah, good point. So we're in studio today talking with Ty Dye on the subject of Alice in Wonderland and the Baby Boomers, how to uh, the whole concept of work and worship and finding and fulfilling your purpose. And uh, we're going to continue on part two. Uh, so you got to go to our website at secondhalfnow.com and find part two. And uh, both parts will be there. So you can hear it as one continuous program. So, But if you've heard this on the radio, you got to get to your device, whether it's a laptop or a desktop or a smartphone or a tablet or what else could there be? Any uh, some special saying watches these days, they're <laughs> yeah, coming out. Right, right. If so you can read that small. Yeah, right. We want to invite you to tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. right here on this radio station, KKPZ 1330. And then, of course, 24-7 around the world and around the clock, available at secondhalfnow.com. If you have questions uh, about Ty and about his workshop, uh, we want to... Uh, keep you informed about that. Just go to our website, secondhalfnow.com, and uh, turn in a uh, contact form. We'll get back in touch with you and give you all the information you need. So let's do this, uh, Ty. We'll bridge over to part two, and we're going to talk about Alice in Wonderland and baby boomers. Let's continue our conversation with Ty Dye on part two, secondhalfnow.com. See you there. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330 The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com. Welcome to Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders. Tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan. Second Half Now, sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. It's time for Second Half Now. The doctors are in. Here are your hosts, Dr. Dan and Dr. Denise. Welcome back. We are in studio today talking with Ty Dye from Unlock Limits and a number of other things that he's involved with. And we're right in the middle of a very energizing conversation the title for today's show is Alice in Wonderland and Baby Boomers. Because of that conversation that Alice had with the Cheshire cat sitting up in the tree, you can picture his, it's still called to this day, it's called a Cheshire grin. So Alice says, well, which way should I go? There's a fork in the road. I don't know which way to go. And he says, I'm paraphrasing here. Well, where do you want to end up? Where do you want to go? And she says, well, it doesn't really much matter. Then he says, well, then it really doesn't matter which road you take. And so um, with that, Alice in Wonderland and Baby Boomers, I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan, and we are doing part two of a discussion that we have started with Ty Dye. And again, Ty, I want to thank you for coming and welcome to Second Half Now, part two. Excellent. I'm excited about this. 
I can tell. This is uh, right down your alley because, uh, I mean, I think you are uh, living your calling. And it just it just shows all over. So, and you've uh, done a lot to uh, to follow that, and you're you're helping other people find that too. So let's get back into Alice in Wonderland and uh, Baby Boomers about finding our calling. We'll finish that up, and we want to bridge over to the second part of the workshop that you do that is called Destiny by Design. We'll dig into that a little bit more. We ended part one talking about a creative DNA. And so maybe uh, tell us more about how how you use that phrase or how you apply that. Well, it's really an exciting thing when we are addressing the question of calling. Did God call us and create us for something? And that really takes us to the creation story. And if, if you think about creation, in the beginning, God created heaven and earth. And th- then he created man. And if we stop and just think about that story, he said, let us make man in our own image. Male and female, he, he created them. What was the image of God at that time? What had he actually shown and exposed about himself? He really shown that he's a creator. Yeah, the, right. the, the biblical narrative is, uh, to that point, that's all we know of what he did. Yeah. Except he commented about his creation and said it was very good. Right. So, so he created perfectly. Yeah. He also created abundantly. Mm-hmm. He also created orderly. He said he, he, he separated the, 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 the sea from the, the, the land. He put laws into place. He created things in place. And if he created us in his image, then we actually have the ability to create. We actually have God's DNA inside of us. And he created us for a purpose, for a calling. And so we have to stop and look at, okay, if I was created and I have God's DNA inside me, what's holding me back? Why am I not actually going after those things in my heart? That the desires that are there, where do those desires come from? It's interesting when we stop and actually look inside, we recognize an internal drive. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, that everyone has this thing that says there's got to be more. Right. Life's got to matter. Right. On the break, you mentioned you know somebody has a heart attack and they come back and they they have a, a, a just a new drive. Right. Where does that come from? What is that thing inside us that says, there's got to be more? Do you have an answer to that question? I think it's our DNA. Okay. It, it's the creative DNA yeah. inside saying, you were created for a purpose, Dan. Right. Go after it. Yeah. And I think, and also as we were talking about during the break is um, whether one is a Christian or knows the presence of God in their life or not, there still is that DNA about understand they want to make a difference they want their life to count for something they they want it to be meaningful and purposeful right even though it gets all covered up with all kinds of other things so um that sort of transcends the faith and the 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 more we have that opportunity to understand god on a personal level and have his presence in our lives by faith then we can unpack that a little bit better and we can follow that course because then we know where the source of that calling is. And actually that leads a lot of people to, to find God. Right. Because exactly. they're questioning, exactly. where does this come from? Exactly. Right. I'm sitting here thinking right. about one of my clients and about teaching, teaching biology where, you know, the evolutionary perspective reigns and what that says about who we are as people. Really, when you get down to brass tacks, if you were able to pass your genes on to the next generation of people from an evolutionary perspective, what more is there? You are a success. But if we, I mean, just we all can look at that Christian or not and find that that just is a ridiculous notion. Nobody really lives as if all that ever matters were that they pass their genes along. Right. Yeah, just one... Yeah, one link in the chain. So right, so what? You, right. You'd be completely yeah. empty. You know, exactly. if you actually believed that, then it, what you are today is all you would ever be. No, mm-hmm. no, nothing else right. has any matter to it. Right. And what if you weren't able to ever have children? Then who are you? Wow. Then how yeah. do you matter? Yeah, I have a quote from uh, I don't know if he's a mutual friend, but somebody that I've been meeting with recently. He says, if I can get it right, he says, if what you do is who you are. Then when then when you don't you aren't. <laughs> That's a great quote. <laughs> that good. Yeah. So I want to go back to something that you were saying. Uh, you were asking kind of a rhetorical question when you say why why don't we um, fulfill find and fulfill our purpose or what gets in the way? 
What is some of your experience with people you've worked with? What does get in the way of a person, a well-meaning person, Christian or not, that um, doesn't really get on with finding and fulfilling their calling? I actually think, um, especially go back to the Barna study, we see it's more common than not that right. people don't find their calling. Right, good point. And so we really have to say, why is that? Mm-hmm. And that's a great question. And I have conversations with people all the time, successful business people. The other day I had a conversation with, with a, a 57-year-old mortgage banker that's very, very successful. He's been in business for, for a long time and making very good money and has a big team. And we were talking, and he, he says, says to me, you know, there's got to be more. My, my, my life has to matter. Mm-hmm. I want to know what God created me for. And I think the answer to your question, Dr. Dan, is, is the reason people miss it is we're so busy trying to be what we're told to be. We're, we're so busy chasing right. success, yeah, right. but we never chase significance. Yeah. And significance only comes from the DNA God Say put Say that again. Us. Success and significance. I want our we're, we're so to busy that. chasing success, success that we never chase significance, yeah. which really comes from what God put inside right. us. Right. I like that. That's, and, a, that's people, a poster. It really is, shouldn't yeah. it be? Put and it that success wall. is money, isn't it? That's the way in in our society mm, we measure it. Yeah, or position or power or friends or, you know, I mean, how many Facebook friends do you have? I mean, that's, you know, a measure. But I I like that, what you're saying. And so in my perspective, working with churches now as not the pastor of a church, but ministry development, I can't tell you how many people that I have worked with and trained and plugged into ministries, understanding Mm -hmm. their spiritual gifts and their ministry passion, how they come to life and they say, this is what I was made for. I finally found it. You know, and and the scripture talks about that, the joy of the Lord. There it is. But we miss it, don't we? Because of what you say, we're chasing something else, thinking that we're we're after the right thing. And and one of my biggest drives to really wanting to write this program and make it come to life is for so many years I've had conversations with successful business people in church, and they believe their calling is to write a check. See, they participate Mm -hmm. in church. When the church needs me, they call and ask for money. Right. And they think that's their calling. Yeah. And they wonder why they feel alone. It makes me think yeah. of the diminished role of fathers. Where Absolutely. they think their role is to provide financial resources to the family, and that's what I do. Right. What a loss. Last week we had on the show Neil Lomax. And uh, successful NFL quarterback, hometown legend, Lake Oswego High School star and Portland State Vikings quarterback. Uh, And uh, for a person that doesn't have to get down in the trenches with folks, I mean, he's out at Roosevelt High School volunteering as a football coach there and linking up life to life with these young boys, young men, uh, you know, 15, 16, 17 years old in the football team and making an impact. And uh, he didn't have to do that, but he found that calling of his life. It was after his uh, you know, professional kind of a performance, uh, but now he takes that into the, into the um, not just to Roosevelt High School, but he travels and speaks and does all kinds of things. So I, I want us to, to segue into the, uh, what is it, design? Destiny by design. Destiny by design. I want to preface it by saying this. Sometimes um, people, and and I'm sure our audience, uh, you know, many feel this way as well. If I've uh, been tripped up along the way, if I've had failures, if I've had shortcomings, if I've done things, or if I've had rough times, you know, financially or health-wise or whatever else, I've run into the buzzsaw. So how can I find and fulfill my calling when I've been so disrupted? And we were talking about the story of Joseph, um, you know, thrown in the dungeon, in the pit, first of all, by his brothers, and then carted off, uh, you know, to Egypt and uh, ends up in, anyway, the whole, the whole Is story. Is that it? Was I called to be a slave? Yeah. Or, <laughs> Is that my calling? Or in, yeah, in the dungeon or whatever else. And I don't want to revisit those stories, but a passage comes to mind um, from, uh, well, there's several, but I'll, I'll go to Romans 8 that says, uh, for... We know that all things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And then it goes on to talk about how that that very experience, that very uh, failure or bad thing that happened to us was not to get us off track, but to shape us. And it, it says so that we might be conformed in his image and better ready, better able, better prepared to follow that calling. 
So let's get into destiny by design. What exactly do you mean by that? And let's let's uncover some more of that. Well, when you, you go from what you just talked about, the first thing we have to understand is we're all on a journey. And, and there's a journey in the process. Right. And every journey contains a couple different things. One of them is it takes time to mature. So when you're going through things, a lot of them are maturing for the calling. You're not ready for it yet. Right. You, right. you couldn't handle the power at this point. Right. You need to, time to mature. Right. The second thing it needs is trials to strengthen. Mm. And a lot of those buzzsaw experiences we've had <laughs> yeah. are really that. They're trials to, to yeah. strengthen. Yeah. You, you, you talked to, about uh, Lomax's experience. Well, understand his experience created his platform. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the reason he right. has influence today is because of his experience. Right. His influence allows him to walk out his calling. Yeah. It's, it's amazing when we look at it. It takes not just time to mature, but it takes trials to, to act, actually strengthen us. Yeah. And then the third part is it takes God to bless. Mm-hmm. If we're doing it on our own, it doesn't matter. Right. Destiny, Good. I like it. Destiny by design really is just taking and looking at the fingerprint of God on your life. See, if, if all these things are true, if we've experienced these things, there's a reason for them. Because... Mm-hmm. Just like the verse from Romans. Yeah. Good things are going to come from it. God has a plan. Yeah. So design, the E is actually looking at your experiences in life. What has God prepared you for through the journey? Yeah. So, you know, David waxes eloquent in his complaining on many of the Psalms. He says, God, I am so depressed. I'm hurt. You know, everybody's against me. Where were you when I was having such trouble? And we might echo that today, too, in our in our failures and the things that have happened upon us. And we might say, God, where were you? And God says, right here. I'm walking you through this because this is going to prepare you for what's coming next. And my favorite thing that I've heard recently is, you know, the story about the footprints in the sand? You know, I won't say the whole thing, but it gets down to, and and when there was just one set of footprints, I didn't abandon you, my child. That's when I carried you. And then there's one other thing that most people haven't heard. And that, that groove... In the in the sand, that's where I dragged you, kicking and screaming, <laughs> because we want life to be good and happy and fulfilling and everything else, and uh, we're not going to be ready for what God has called us unless we go through those tough times. That's right, you know. And I'm thinking about everyone's favorite Psalm, Psalm 23, when it comes to going through tough yeah. times, yep. going through that valley. Uh, the shadow of death. But I think what's important to think about that, and it ties in with what you're saying, Ty, and is that when when things work um, for the for the for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purposes, He is alongside us, but actually a little bit of a head of us. We're those sheep, and we're walking through that dark time, and he's got us pinned by his side, but it's his path. Right. He's choosing the path. And so if we want that protection, if we want to see God move us from point A to point B as and fulfill the plan he has for us, we have to get right next to Mm -hmm. him and be willing to let him lead us through. Even if even if there are times that the feet are dragging and we're kicking and screaming, nevertheless, if we're tied with him by a rope and we're going down his yeah. path, it's going to be okay. And that's the issue of trust. And trust is a synonym of faith. So without faith, we're going to look at things from our own human perspective and say, this isn't right. I hate this. This is too painful. But by trust, by what you're, Denise, what you're saying, Denise, is the, the, the sheep or the lamb right next to the shepherd. That's faith and that's trust. So, Ty, I want to go back to you and ask you to repeat those three parts again of the destiny by design. What were those three parts? Well, in, in any journey. In the journey, yeah. It, it takes um, tri- trials to strengthen. Okay. Time to mature. Okay. And God to bless. Okay, good. I like that. Nice. So how do you how do you convert that for our listeners now who are looking around and saying, Okay, I'm listening. Uh, here I am in my situation. I'm fifty five or sixty five or seventy five or somewhere in between. And here's my family situation, here's my health situation, here's my financial situation. What do you tell me? How do you apply those three things to that person? Well, that, that, that's really where this program fits in, Okay, is when we look at where are we on the journey, the easiest way to do that is to stop and look at our design. Mm-hmm. What are the things God's put inside of us? And design really is, is an acronym that looks at each of those steps. 
And so we, we can go through in this class and identify the design God has in you. And one of the key ones is strength. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about your key word today because I think that's absolutely a life changer when we recognize the importance of strength. I like that. So you're saying the word design is an acronym. So you have a word for each of the letters of D-E-S-I-G-N. Did Correct. you spell it correctly? Yep. Yes, okay. <laughs> so let's hear that uh, acronym right after the break. Don't go away. Do you have an elderly parent that is becoming isolated, not eating well, feeling depressed or fearful of losing independence? Do you know your options? Need peace of mind or know what is best for yourself or others during their golden years of life? At no cost to you or your family, Golden Placement Services can give you hope in the midst of great change. Even if it means staying at home is the right option. Call the Golden Girls at 503-723-7145 today. That's 503-723-7145 and schedule your non-obligation appointment today. Helping to plan a funeral for someone you love is a painful process. It's one of the most emotional things you'll ever have to do. But imagine how much grief would be spared if people plan for themselves. Though it may sound difficult or uncomfortable to even think about, the experts at Dignity Memorial Funeral Homes and Cemeteries can help with a free personal planning guide that takes you step-by-step through the process. And, of course, Dignity Memorial will even help you complete your plan with the expert assistance of trained and caring advisors. There are a lot of very good reasons to plan ahead. Make sure your final wishes are respected, sparing your loved ones the added grief of planning for you, and having to pay for it. If you choose to fund your plan early, you can even lock in current pricing, avoiding increases due to inflation, and take advantage of budget-friendly payments. There is a free informational seminar that includes a complimentary meal at a restaurant in your area very soon. Find out more and ask any questions you may have by calling Katie at 503-807-5715. It costs nothing to learn how you can protect your loved ones by planning ahead. Give Katie at Dignity Memorial a call today at 503-807-5715. Property values are on the rise, higher than they've been in years. It's time to take the equity in your home and do something different. 24-7 Properties will provide you with custom personal care to get the maximum value out of your home. Jeff Edmondson of 24-7 Properties is a licensed general contractor as well as a real estate agent, giving you the expertise on how to effectively get your home ready to sell at the highest price. Visit Jeff online at 247prop.com. I'm Jeff Edmondson, founder of 24-7 Properties. Call me today and let's have a conversation about selling your house. No obligation, no cost. Let's find out what's right for you. Call me, 503-780-3030, And we're back. We're in studio today talking to Ty Dye with Unlock Limits. I keep having to look at my notes because I don't have that uh, memorized yet. So, Ty, thank you again for being here. I want to make sure that we uh, give... Um, Mention to our sponsors that make all of this possible and all kinds of things go into this uh, ministry and the mission that we are about, and that is to help thriving boomers uh, find and fulfill their calling. So we want to mention by name uh, your safe money solutions again. We also want to mention media marketing with Randy Sanford, Northwest Web Creation Company, Legal Shield and ID Shield with Eric Cummings, Eastside Printing, Warner Pacific College, Multnomah University, this radio station, KKPZ, Christian Chamber of Commerce Northwest, and Serving Our Neighbors. And uh, if you have a business or a nonprofit uh, you would like to uh, partner with us, uh, go to our website and fill out a contact form and submit that. Or if you know somebody that would like to be mentioned on the air and have some of the great advantages that you have as being a partner and sponsor with us, uh, we'll take that and uh, we'll we'll move ahead. So let's get back into our conversation. And uh, Ty, you were saying before break there that the word design and and in the whole title is destiny by design, which is the second part of your workshop. And uh, design is an acronym. So let's hear. Well, let's start with a D. That'd be a good place to start, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, absolutely. It is. <laughs> design is six different assessments. Okay. Mm. And so the first one is DISC. Discover your personality style. Okay. One of the important things to recognize is your personality. God put there. Mm-hmm. When when we look at Paul before he was had had his Damascus mm-hmm. Road experience. Right. He, he was a aggressive zealot that was really focused and kind of an intense dude. 
And then he had a Damascus Road experience, <laughs> and he was a intense dude, zealot, yeah. totally focused, but now focused for God. Right, right. right. So our same temperament or personality. Yeah. His personality right. didn't Applied change differently. Yeah. It, it, Even it, though he was born again, so to speak. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting with so many people is they say, "Man, I w- wish I was more like Doctor Denise. She's so intelligent. She's 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 so bright. I wish I was her." Mm. And they miss out on what God created them to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, your personality is not a mistake. Right. If, if I knew you before I knit you together in your mother's womb, I gave you your personality too. Is what God said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why is that there? You know, the number one fear in the world is public speaking. Right. I didn't get that gene. I'm not afraid of it. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. right. It, it's, it's amazing. So why did I build a public speaking career? Because God designed me that way. Yeah. I didn't know I was supposed to be afraid of it. It was easy to do. Yeah. So your personality matters. Right. Then we go on to E, and that, that's your experiences. We were just talking about that. The life lessons that you've been through, the thing, things that you, you've um, or you've had your buzz, buzzsaw experiences, those have prepared you. Yeah. They've created your platform, and they've developed you. The reason I'm able to be a successful business coach today is I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I know what it is to try to make payroll. I know what the challenges are. And it's equipped me. When we look at S... Wait a minute. The E is for... Experiences. Experiences. Okay. Because I heard equipping in there too, but experiences. (laughs) Okay. Experiences have actually equipped you. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So when we stop and we, we do an analysis of where have I been... Right. We actually see a preparation time. Joseph's an amazing story of preparation. If you you look at his journey to actually running the country of Egypt, his experiences prepared him. Right. Without them, he would not have been the administrator necessary to run that. Now, S looks at your strengths. Love using strength finders assessment. Your word of the day is strengths. Where do those strengths come from? The things that come natural to you. Right. Why are they easy for you? It's because God's designed for you. He's actually given you the tools, the things that come natural, just like with Paul, to be able to walk those out. Right. So what are your strengths? What comes easy to you that doesn't come easy to somebody else? Right. And God-given, because he says, if, I, if I've called you to do this, then you're going to need these things, these strengths in order to do that. Absolutely. And we don't always function out of our strengths, by the way, right? I mean, sometimes we understand that we're weak and failing, and we've got to get the job done anyway. But to focus and, and to dwell on our strengths and to make them even stronger, is that the key? I, I will always get farther in my strengths. Right. One of the challenges in our society, you're always told to work on your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Man, Pastor Dan, you're really bad on that. You should work on that. Exactly. Yeah. We're also told to be humble. Mm-hmm. So we downplay our strengths because we think that that looks mm-hmm. like humility. Right. But if our work is worship, then we're not going to downplay it. We're going to play to our strengths. Right. Mm-hmm. Rather than me working on my weaknesses... I'm going to hire my weaknesses, and I'm going to work on my strengths. Exactly. Yeah, I'm going to surround myself with other people that are good right. at other things. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, outsourcing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I heard uh, a good definition of humility with C.S. Lewis just the other day. Uh, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It is thinking of yourself less. Love that. <laughs> Isn't that good? That's fantastic. Yeah. Think about the other person. Think about your call. Think about mm-hmm. what you're there for. And, and that's absolutely perfect when we look at how yeah. do I focus on my strengths? Why did God make those strengths for me? So D is, D is <clears throat> discover your personality. Mm-hmm. Okay. E, e is, is experiences. Experience. <laughs> S is strengths. Strengths. Okay. I is impartation. 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 I'm writing it down. That's the Holy Spirit factor. Okay. Now, we'll need a whole other show for that one. But for the non-believers, they call it intuition. Okay. Why do I see things that other people don't see? Why, sure. why do I know mm. as an entrepreneur where the next opportunity is? Right. Why do I, wh- where does that come from? Right. 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 And why do, exactly. Why do I have, why do I have this perspective and you are all looking at me like I'm from the moon? Where does yeah. that come from? This different orientation. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how those align with the other parts of God's design. In right. You. I like it. I is for impartation, okay? I'm writing it down. G is for gifts of the Spirit. We do a spiritual gifts assessment. Sure. Okay. And then, That's so key. That's absolutely. That's so key, yeah. Because we function best in those, and we are, we are gifted to do those things because that's part of the design. And that's how he gives them to us. I like it. And, and the last one is your needs. Needs. Okay. Okay. Needs are what, what needs do you see? What passions stir your heart? Okay. There you go. 
what just gets you going? Right. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not your needs. It's the needs that draw you. Yeah. It's what needs, needs that, turn yeah. you on? Mm-hmm. What kind of people do you really care about? Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm picturing Neil Lomax out there on the football field at Roosevelt High School. And the needs for some of them was just a meal. Some of them was some place to go after school because there wasn't any home. It was, uh, some of them, for many of them, they had no dad. They had no male uh, figure. And for, for one of them, what was he, 15, had a, had a baby, had a daughter, and had to, get a, had to have a, a car seat so he could take the baby to the uh, babysitter so he could go to practice. So, I mean, Neil saw needs in those, those young kids out on the football field. And then they fit with his design. Exactly. Yeah. What's, what's interesting is if it's not part of your calling, those needs just don't stand out to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. They don't mm-hmm. stand out. It's not you don't care. It's just that the, those aren't compelling the, for you. The, they, they don't keep you awake at night wondering, what can I do? What can I do? Yeah, I like that. Okay, we are running out of time, but let's wrap this up. Uh, design, uh, destiny by design. So having these uh, one, two, three, four, six things, how does a person uh, take another step forward? The, the first thing that happens, you take a look back okay. and see where I've come from. I okay, like and, and you great. actually begin to see all these things begin to take alignment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, if we only have one point on a map, we could stand on 360 degree angle and go any direction. Right. But when we start getting all these points aligned, it, it actually it points in a direction. Okay. You know, what's interesting, you get in your car, the first thing the GPS does is look for where you are now. Right. You, where, where, where you're going doesn't matter until we know where you are now. Exactly. Right. right. Once we have that, you begin the alignment for pursuing your destiny. And I think you can uh, tell us more about that because, uh, well, actually, what we want to do is uh, talk a little bit more about a future. We don't have a date or a location yet, but a partnering together, a co-hosting, co-sponsoring so for your workshop, what is it called? It, calling Clarity. The whole, the whole workshop is called Calling Clarity, and it includes the Destiny by Design. Correct. Okay. Destiny by Design is part two. Okay, good. So we're talking about doing that. So you want to stay tuned, listen to our show, go to our podcast, and we'll probably post it online when we have it finalized. Uh, but I think as of today, we're, we're going to plan to do that. So uh, Denise, you on board with that? That sounds so amazing. And you will attend, right? You make you make me get a commitment. <laughs> Don't even know where or when. Or I'm what. sitting here thinking about how much fun that could be. Oh yeah. So of course yeah. I'll attend. Well, I'll even is, help plan it. I know you will, and this is right in our. I don't know. Wheelhouse is the right word, but right on our on our path because the uh, the mission and focus of this radio show is we want boomers to find and fulfill their calling and to thrive in that. So. Gosh, that's going to have to uh, be it for today. Ty, thank you again very much for coming in. We've got lots more to talk about, don't we? We absolutely do. I yeah. appreciate being here. Thank, thank you both for this. I'm looking forward to actually doing a workshop with you, maybe multiple here in the Portland Metro area. Excellent. Good. And, and really fun. impacting people as they find absolutely. out how to fulfill that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it goes back to the, uh, to the mission of the show, but to the mission of this whole collaborative community community mm-hmm. that's de- right. developing here it right. really is to do exactly what you just said ty is to help people find what their mission their calling right here right now and connect up with those that can help you do it and this is putting kind of feet on the wagon that we're putting together here or wheels on the i guess would be the right metaphor wheels. Yeah, that would feet be on wagons <laughs> yes. well unless we're in the flintstones yeah right <laughs> square rocks <laughs> Yeah, and I'm picturing that uh, because our metro area is kind of spread out geographically, we may want to have one on the west side, one on the east side, Portland, one in Vancouver. But we'll uh, we'll get to those details. So, again, Ty, with Unlock Limits, and I see how this all fits together, too. You are finding and fulfilling your calling, aren't you? I absolutely am. And it's just terrible and boring and painful, isn't it? I love every minute of my <laughs> life. Uh, yes, you do. Good. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I was being very sarcastic. So that's our program, folks, for today. We want to encourage you to tune in every Monday, 5.30 to 6 p.m. for the on-air portion. And then go uh, to uh, part two on secondhalfnow.com, around the world and around the clock. And uh, if you would like, you can call the uh, radio station here and get a free CD of this show or of any show. 503 is the office number, 242-1950. 
And then give us some feedback on the website. Uh, ask for more information about Ty or about the workshops or anything else that we're doing. Because um, as you listen today, together we are building a valuable resource for all of us. We are Second Half Now, a radio show for boomers and beyonders, tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. I'm your host, Dr. Dan Critchett, along with our co-host, Dr. Denise Hogan. And we are saying goodbye for now. And until next time, we pray that God will help you live a life that honors Him and blesses others. Let's meet again right here on our website or live next Monday, 5.30 p.m. on the radio, KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Thanks for listening to Second Half Now with Dr. Dan Critchett and Dr. Denise Hogan on KKPZ 1330, The Truth. Sponsored by Dignity Memorial and your safe money solutions. To hear the rest of this program, find out more about the topics discussed today, or ask questions, visit secondhalfnow.com. That's secondhalfnow.com. Tune in next Monday at 5.30 p.m. for more tools and tips for the life you want to live from now on. Until then, visit secondhalfnow.com.